This episode of Pondering Nerdcast was brought to you by GamingRebellion.com. Join the community today at GamingRebellion.com, where it's more than just games. Hey guys, what's up? This is the Pondering Nerdcast, episode 47. Um, with me tonight is Alyssa Spector. Hey guys. And Dwayne Samuels. What's up, what's up? Uh, Nate couldn't join us tonight because he's in line to watch Civil War. Um, <laughs> a full two days ahead. Uh, well, actually, I think you can actually watch it tonight, right? If you go to certain theaters. Uh, uh, I think so. Yeah. And by tonight, I mean we record the show on a Thursday night and you guys hear this on Monday. So, you know, hopefully when the movie comes out, you know, when, you know, when the weekend is done, yeah, uh, you know, you, you know, let us know what you guys think on Twitter or Facebook or whatever, you know. And uh, I, I mean, so far the reviews has been it's the greatest thing in the world. It's better than Jesus or some bullshit. I don't know, but anyway, <laughs> it's like, uh, but you know, we're gonna get into some film stuff later. A little bit about Civil War as well. Um, but first up on the chopping block here is um, uh, Google, Google virtual reality, and uh, I mean. Quite honestly, I didn't really realize Google was, you know, was so into virtual reality. Uh, and apparently they came up with an application of sorts where you it's like a paint, like a virtual paintbrush. So and you can paint in um, virtual space. Uh, well, just about anything. <laughs> yeah. um, I mean, I, I guess as as best as you can, like you know, your imagination can be like, you know, from the demonstration of the, uh, you know, what they're showing off. It seems like, you know, people are doing a lot of artistic things. And I see one woman that it looks like she was designing, uh, um, clothing, which is really cool. Uh, but I mean, I guess that all really depends on how, um, how well the application can handle those sort of things. Uh, it's, it's pretty interesting. Like, it's really cool. Oh and, yeah. I've, I've heard about this. There was a video of, um, uh, there's the there's this famous Disney animator. Uh, his name is Glenn Keane. He's the one who came up with the designs of like um, Ariel from The Little Mermaid. Uh, he designed the Beast from Beauty and the Beast. He designed Rapunzel. Oh, uh, okay. yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's like a big animator. He 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 did the design of Aladdin from Aladdin. Um, so yeah, he's been a long time Disney animator, and there was actually a video of him. Um, a few months back of him using uh, the tilt brush to draw, uh, you know, in mm. this 3D landscape. And he was drawing like Ariel <laughs> with the with the brush. It was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I should, I should mention that the name of the application is called Tilt Brush. Because um, I, I think now, you know, VR headsets are upon us. It is now the year of the VR, <laughs> I would have to say. <laughs> And yeah, I, I think this is a pretty cool. Like, I'm I'm looking at their website here, and it's like, um, the like I said, it really depends on how expansive or limited your imagination is, and how expensive or limited this application is. But so far, it looks like you can pretty much just go to town, you know. And I I can see this being really useful for a lot of different things, you know. Yeah. It's uh, great for if you need to, if you're drawing a figure and you want to get the 3D 
proportions down. Right. It's almost like yeah. you're sculpting and drawing at yeah, the same yeah, yeah. time. Without all the mess. <laughs> yeah. I'd like to, to try this out <laughs> myself. It looks really fun, though. Look at look all these stuff they're doing. It looks really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, you know, I definitely like, you know, I, this, this is the type of stuff, this is the type of stuff I try to tell people who they don't really, they don't really care about VR. So they don't, because they can't imagine what you can do with it. So, and this is something here that, um, you know, on the creative side that you can definitely, you know, stick your teeth into and, um, do all kind of amazing shit, you know? The, the only thing I, I would feel awkward about using this is like, <laughs> you know, the, how I'm doing it. You know how people are seeing me doing it, and you know from their point of view, like oh. <laughs> I probably look like I'm You're just, just waving like waving around. <laughs> you know, just going around in circles, like yeah. you know, waving this thing around <laughs> in the air. Yeah. But oh, it's 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 pretty cool. Yeah, and I, I should mention that it's uh, the. We sound like an advertisement now, but we're not. This is not sponsored by. <laughs> it'd be great if Google sponsored our podcast. That'd be great. <laughs> hint, hint, <clears throat> hint, hint. Google, um, no, but um, the 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 application is available via Steam for the HTC uh, Vive. So you know, if you guys want to check, if you have a HTC Vive. Um, give us some money and we can buy one too. Um, <laughs> you know, you are well off, I guess. Um, so only that VR headset, no, no other one that's coming out. Anything? Um, so far, it it just said you know for the HTC Vive. It doesn't say only for that, but I I'm assuming that if you're able to run the program through some sort of virtual reality program, whatever however that is set up, yeah, I I can see people, you know, um. Just uh, you know, making that work somehow, you know, uh, but we'll see you know, how how that would work out. But it doesn't say exclusively. Okay. But, yeah. Uh, which I doubt it is. Uh, but anyway, <clears throat> moving on to uh, a story here about a robot that teaches kids how to code, and the robot itself looks like a um, like a like a you know like a giant ant, um, <laughs> and it's uh, it's, it's a bit weird looking in a way it kind of it's kind of reminiscent of um uh what's that get portal one of the robots from portal yeah oh uh, yeah it does yeah. it looks it, like a I, I forgot her name <laughs> yeah like it's it's the one that shoots or whatever i forgot the name of it it's like a century uh, century gun or something like that yeah yeah but it's um so it's uh it, it's it's a crowdfunding um uh program um you know ro- it's like a crowdfunding idea and what they're trying to do is figure out figure out a way to teach preschoolers like you know very early on how to you know how how to teach them how to code and damn yeah i know right (laughs) and uh right now it's right now if you i believe if you back it on indiegogo you can get it you can get it at the price of like uh 59 which is really cheap so that i i wouldn't expect a massive amount of (laughs) you know movability from this thing or whatever the case may be it's it's like it's 59 dollars, you know um you know oh sorry no my bad it's actually oh well that price point is sold out so you're out of luck there is a price point of 129 dollars right now they are um they want 50 they're looking for fifty thousand dollars right now they're at twenty nine thousand, and they have uh i don't know how many days they have left um uh, but is a bunch of different things and apparently they're it's so good that a lot of different um big publications and stuff are talking about it and 
uh, I think it's a really cool concept. Like if you watch a video, they explain like how it's done, you know, and it helps um, kids out and they even show you how to put it together, <laughs> which I think that's really cool, too. So you could probably teach it because I think you get it unassembled and then you put the um, put it together. Uh, in you know however you like it to be look like together like it, it kind of just wiggles and wobbles around too as well. <laughs> yeah. It's cute. They should have this. Um, they shouldn't just have this for preschoolers. They should have this for anyone who's starting to learn how to code. Yeah, like, for adults. <laughs> yeah, like I, I, I still have trouble learning how to code, and it feels like it's like a simple thing now. But I don't it, know. I, you know, growing mm. up, I never took like a coding class. Uh, so to me, it's like gibberish <laughs> yeah i mean like it, it seems like what their whole design on this is like they can the kids can code via like their phone or tablet or something and like you give the the robot instructions like okay um i'm gonna program you to walk forward and if you bump into something turn back you know that sort of thing mm-hmm. um so it's like it's like them it's like their way of turning coding into like um almost instant gratification in a way um mm-hmm. but just like more visual because now you can actually see it happening as you do it so uh, i think it's pretty cool uh it looks like they use a few different type of programs to do it as well like um i think one of them i've seen them before i just can't remember the name of it but it's like you can go there i think it's called sketch um if i'm not mistaken and mm-hmm. like you can just use it to do certain things uh, like there's like in their demonstration video um, like you can tell it like, oh, if you see this light, follow it, <laughs> you know, <laughs> or um, try to solve a maze or whatever the case may be. Yeah. So, yeah, you can definitely customize your friend or buddy or whatever. <laughs> I see it's cheap. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not it's not that expensive is, you know, so. Uh, you know, and I mean, it can get expensive if you, you know, decided to, um, uh, what do you call it? If you decided to, uh, you know, back the $600 price point that they have here, but. Um, $60 is good for me. $60 is good. Yeah, yeah. There's a 69 that's sold out. 59 is sold out. There's a 129 that's still available. 69 is available. Uh, and then everything else is like up and up and up. So, yeah. They, they say that this should be shipped in November of this year. Um, that's the estimate, and they're saying worldwide, which is very ambitious. Birthday's <laughs> the next month. You could buy me one. Okay, you're right. no problem. <laughs> like Dwayne wants the code, um, but yeah. Uh, so that's the name. The name of the bot is called Ant Bo, and um, <laughs> you know, I would say go ahead and um, you know, do that whole thing and try it for yourself. You know, we'll see. Um, anyway, was moving on. Uh, to some film news here. So this is uh, apparently, you know, Google is everywhere. So not only is Google in virtual reality, but they're also in virtual reality when it comes to film. And um, according to, well, not even according to this, but they, they released a, uh, a short film called, um, I think it's called Monster or Monster Chase or something like that. I'm not even, I don't quite remember the name of it. <laughs> um, hold on, let me just see if I can find the name real quick here. I know, very professional guys. Uh, <laughs> okay, so it's called Google. It's three six three three sixty Google Spotlight Story Help. That's the name of their um, their uh, short, and it's a three hundred and sixty degree shot. What seems to be like you know all green screen sort of thing, and 
it's about four it's almost five minutes long and it's um it's uh it's uh what you would call it it's the like it's it's just like a really short movie about like you know how aliens come to earth and we misunderstand them and then at the end we now understand them and then beam of lights <laughs> basically <laughs> yeah but that i mean the story aside it's the presentation that is really really cool um so I, i'm gonna start off with the, the pros of what this is one it's actually in a pretty decent resolution like it's in hd like 1080 they, they, they can ha they actually have it in 4k if you have a computer or a television that can actually, you know, support that, go ahead. <laughs> you know, I would say, like, if you don't have, like, on your computer, if you don't have a card that can actually support something like that, I would stick to the 1080, um, which, oddly enough, looks a little bit, um, a little washed out, which is weird. Um, but, yeah, if you do have, it like, a 4K resolution monitor or you have a car that can handle it or a television, definitely watch it in 4K. Or you can watch it on – I would recommend you, like, if you have a Gear VR for your for your Samsung phone, this is actually, like, probably the best thing for you to do. Um, it's on rails, but you can look around at 360 degrees of the whole thing. It looks good. It sounds good. Uh I would I would imagine you would have to watch this a few times <laughs> to catch every single angle so you don't miss something. Well, can I just say one thing? I'm watching this thing now. And I'm going to see, like, I see this creature jump as he's looking at it. Right. Yeah. Run! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's like I said, it's a short. So, you know, I wouldn't, like I said, I don't, it's not the best in the world, but it's really remarkable for what it does. And the fact that it's very seamless, because, as of late, like, you know, in the recent months, I would say, like, some companies has released 360-degree uh, videos, and they're really bad. Like, they're not really good-looking. And this is really, you know, well done, in my opinion, and just the presentation. But what I like right. about it, they, they like, I'm not saying they force you to do, turn the thing. Right. But at least you know this this creature that's running around, you know you want to see every angle because as, as far as it's leaving. So yeah. that's okay. I'm not going to wait for the camera to just do his own thing take you somewhere yeah <laughs> myself so at least you know you know it's it, it, it's it's done very well to make you want to turn to see every angle itself not just to stand there and be like okay let me see what's coming next no i'm gonna keep yeah. turning to see everything and um like the the, the actors kind of give you they kind of hint to where you should look based on where they're looking yeah because they're reacting to nothing really but you know <laughs> um but their reaction is pretty, you know, spot on and everything like that. But like I said, I don't have a VR headset. So, um, I mean, I, I did try to watch it through the, the Google's cardboard and, it, you know, it's pretty cool. Um, but it, except, you know, like the the, the, v, the the Google's cardboard doesn't work on the Nexus 6, but it does on the Nexus 4, which the Nexus 4 screen is not the sharpest in the world. So it's a little weird um, how that works out. But I think I get the second generation VR headset. Oh, yeah. um, the Gear VR is actually pretty impressive. Like I would, you know, I mean, the gear, but the thing about the Gear VR, I would tell people, it's really dependent on the phone, not the headset. The headset doesn't do anything besides hold your phone, you know, and it has like the lenses in there. But it really, but I, I've I've tried it out recently and it's actually really cool, really really comfortable, and um and it, it's and it's so freeing because there's nothing that's tethering you to a computer. And you said it was glass friendly, right? It's glass. Uh, oh no, that. I, I couldn't try it out with my glasses. Um, it wasn't glasses friendly. Um, 
you know, because I did try try to put it on, just didn't work out. But because how sharp the screen was, I didn't really need my glasses. Um, it's just things that were like a little far out. The only thing that I had a VR headset that was really, really glasses friendly was on the PlayStation um, VR. Um, it's really comfortable. It adjusts very easily and doesn't bunch up on my glasses. But the uh, the uh, Oculus does. I didn't get a chance to check out the Vive, so I can't really say if the Vive does or does not. Uh, but yeah, like I, it's a this. It's remarkable what they're able to do, and at that resolution, I don't even know how long it would take them to actually render this out. <laughs> you know, like this is three hundred and sixty degree of footage that you're watching. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like I, I would like you know I would the the best way I can describe that to people. If you shot a video regular, you know, um, on your camera, that that's an hour long, right? In ten eighty p. 60 frames per second or 4k whatever you're probably going to end up with a file size of maybe um four gigs five gigs or so uh because of the frames per second and the resolution or uh, at a, but at 2k or 2k or 4k resolution you probably get like a 20 gig file or something right so now then you slap into a computer now your computer have to crunch those numbers and that that resolution into your your whatever thing and then push that out and then when you, depending on how fast your computer is, so if you have a really shitty computer, it'll probably take you two hours, three hours just to render out one hour of footage. Um, now to stitch together 360 frames together in 4K resolution is insane. <laughs> like, <laughs> and that, this is only, this is not even five minutes. This is like four minutes, 53 seconds. And it's amazing, <laughs> you know. But uh, I, it it looks cool, but I don't know. I can't really get into like the whole 360 movie thing because I'm like I'm constantly worrying like yeah, oh, this out. is happening. I'm missing out here <laughs> yeah, and I'm yeah, missing yeah. out there. Like I don't want to watch it like three more times to see what's going on. I just want to watch a movie and you know I don't want to do the camera turning. <laughs> I right. Want the, yeah. Turn the camera for me. Mm. You know, I mean, if I was wearing the headset, like you said, it'd probably be a different experience. But, you know, since I'm sitting here watching it from my computer, I'm like, oh, I gotta turn it, a lot of moving around <laughs> my mouse. I gotta use my, you know, like, just let me watch the film. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a lot of turning. You're like, click, 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 click. It does take away from the, um, in my opinion, it does take away from the enjoyment of the film. But like I said, if you get a if you get a chance with VR or if you have like an iPad, like a big enough screen or something, then you can kind of pretend you have a VR headset because <laughs> <laughs> it does it does work on your gyroscope in whatever device you have, so you can turn it around and that sort of thing. So, um, so you can enjoy it in in ways, you know, and uh, however that works out. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Do you guys think this is the future? Um, of uh, like, I mean, would you go to a movie theater or would you rather just be home and just stumble over your own furniture? <laughs> uh, I'd rather go to the movies. I mean, even if they make like a 360 movie theater, you're still gonna be standing there like constantly spinning around, like, what's happening on this angle? Yeah, no, yeah. what's happening at this angle? What's happening over here? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I'm, and I'm if I'm paying for a movie, it's like I want to get the whole experience and not have yeah. to like see a movie and pay for a movie multiple times to see like what happened all at the angles the <laughs> you know all this stuff happening at the same time you know 360 degrees if i wanted that i would go to disney world because they have those things there yeah 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 i'd rather i'd rather i'd rather view this at home 
Yeah, I would rather do, view it at home. That way I can watch it as many times as I want yeah, to try to catch everything. I drop. Yeah. At least before my bed or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I can see, like, I can see this more for, like, really specialized theaters, like what Alyssa is saying for Disney, like, you know, theme parks and stuff like that. I can't, I can't see this, like, as a regular experience in a movie theater, like, you know, like a regular movie uh, theater going experience. Well, I mean, if they did put a movie theater, people, it, it will start off as being some kind of great thing, but yeah. then just die off. Very, I think it would something that'll die off very quick. You know, mm-hmm. people like, eh, we experienced it, it was all right. And then some people tried to be like, all right, but we ain't, we ain't on to this. We just want to sit still. We don't want to keep turning around, turning around. So, yeah, yeah. I feel that's why, that's why I'm not down for 4DX, that bullshit that they're trying to sell now, where your chair rumbles and moves around and like mist shoots into your face when you're watching movies. <laughs> like, Wait, I, that happens? That's not cool. Yeah. Like, I've every review about that sort of thing is terrible. Like, everybody said it's terrible. It's one, it's expensive. So. I think you're spending like forty bucks a ticket or some crazy shit like that. Like it's it's like twice whatever the t- the going ticket price is now, it's like twice that. And then you sit in a chair that rumbles and like it moves and up down and like you can't really focus on the screen. It kind of like rocks you everywhere. <laughs> and it's like no, I don't want that. <laughs> it's like what kind of what kind of movie is this like what kind of um, is this called some theaters now have it here in new york city i don't know about like florida or any other places but it's called 4dx and uh, i thought you said like rpx for a second because i was gonna no, say no, like R- rpx is you know no, yeah i mean i like it's, RPX. Just, like, it's, it's nice. just like another imax yeah well, yeah yeah i don't know if it's imax wait not really no it's not it's smaller it's just really sh- like it's really high def yeah, because um, I, I went to see, like, 10 Cloverfield Lane, and they said it was RPX. I was like, oh, I yeah, can't tell yeah. the difference between this and a regular <laughs> movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's it's just like the seats are nicer. It's a, it's a bigger – it's like a slightly bigger screen that your normal theater would have. Um, uh, you know, but it's not it's, – it's not, it's not IMAX level sort of thing. If anything, I guess you could call it mini IMAX, so it's not really IMAX. So, you know, it's, it's, it's not, you know, but – but yeah, I don't know. Um, if you guys, you know, those are listening, if you have an opinion about if you think this is the future of movie theater going experiences, you know, let us know. Um, you can um, say, you can, you know, you can say, yeah, Dwayne is right, and I'm stupid. Well, it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm curious what movies they would play in like 4D because when you when I hear 4D, I think of just like you know rides like they would have at Universal Studios or Disney oh. World, like. Like the alien encounter ride at a, you know, Disney's uh, Tomorrowland. I don't know if anybody remembers that, but it was a scary as hell ride. And then they replaced it with the Stitch from Lilo and Stitch. Yeah, I think right now, (laughs) I don't know if it's still playing, but um, you can see Batman v Superman in 4DX um, if you can find it. So, (laughs) So if you care. That's all right. Yeah. Oh my god! And it says showcase. I guess MX four D, whatever this technology is. It says it includes motion, wind, air blast, water mm-hmm. blast, yep. back poker, leg tickler, neck yes. <laughs> tickler. It, yeah. Like you know what? I don't need to go see a movie and have anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like you know the fact that it feels like somebody startling me. Like can you imagine that at a at a watching a horror movie? Like when the killer comes out, you find, feel like something is poking you in the right. Back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something pops out. Like I, I don't need that. I don't need to have a heart attack. 
<laughs> now we can have anxiety at the movies. <laughs> it's like it all yeah. works out, or or something like that. No, no, no. Um, so next up here is uh something that I find. We're gonna talk about a little bit about the Bible Belt. So this might offend some people. I don't know. <laughs> like, but we're not gonna talk about Utah. So Utah. Utah. Yeah. <laughs> so Utah City, uh, Utah Theater was cited for showing Deadpool. Um, you know, and uh, could you believe that it's still making news after it being out so long? I mean, this ha- uh, this article <laughs> this article came out in April, so uh, you know, take you know, you today with a grain of salt, whatever is happening here. Uh, it's so they did in this particular theater they can serve alcohol. And there, so this, you know, whoever, I guess the city or whoever is trying to sue them um, over showing the movie uh, is saying that it, they have like these decency laws there that they don't allow, uh, what's, oh no, obscenity laws, sorry. So where it's used to regulate alcohol and nudity at strip clubs, but it doesn't really apply to a movie theater mm-hmm. where, you know, because one, Deadpool, if you don't know by now, you can. I think you can buy it on Blu-ray today, if I'm not mistaken. Um, it's an R-rated movie, so <laughs> you're gonna see some, you know, some titties and some questionable language and stuff like that. And so they're pretty mm-hmm. much their law is also like it's supposed to um, ban anything that simulates sex or a sex act or full frontal nudity and stuff <laughs> like that, um, caressing of the breasts or the ass. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it only applies to you know businesses with liquor licenses so if you have a liquor license and you happen to have a screen somewhere that is showing i don't know something like showgirls or <laughs> or whatever the case may be mind you mind you no one is allowing these things unless you're 21 or older to drink and view these x-rated movies um but they decided that Deadpool has gone too far, and we have to sue the theater. <laughs> Apparently, they also got a maybe not in Utah, but they said in Idaho, a theater was sued um, and almost lost its liquor license because for, for showing Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> well, right I think now. any I think any theater that shows Fifty Shades of Grey should be sued. Yeah, I think just <laughs> just because of how horrible it that's, is. <laughs> that's true. That's true. But it's I, also but it's. But it's almost like they they can show one, they can have one, but not the other. If you want liquor, you can't have full blown. Right. Nudity. If you want full blown nudity, uh, because they said other movie theaters can show like R rated movies like Deadpool, but they can't have liquor. But a place that serves liquor, you can't, <laughs> can't show nudity. a super raunchy <laughs> R rated movie because <laughs> you know I guess when you're when you're drinking and watching something raunchy, it makes you an animal. I <laughs> I guess. And, <laughs> Nudity and and drinks don't go together oh, apparently. Because they also said like uh if 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 a uh, if a strip club, you know, is serving liquor, the women have to wear g strings and pasties. Because you know, <laughs> wearing the g strings and pasties, if some people are drunk, you know, it's totally gonna keep the drunk you know assholes away. <laughs> you know. It, but don't worry, they're wearing G-strings and, and pasties, so they won't, you know, entice anybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so stupid. Uh, it turns out that this particular theater is not the first time they've been hot water. Um, they also got uh, sued or um, 
I guess a penalty, um, you know, levied against them for the hangover too. <laughs> so, so I would advise um, theater owners in Utah to maybe separate the business. Like, okay, you can have the pub across the street and then have the theater like across the street from each other. And then here's the kicker. You build an underground tunnel. So (laughs) (laughs) you can go back and forth. And technically, technically, they're not in the same establishment. It's just you can just walk through a tunnel and get there. You know, I'm just saying, you know, there's an idea, you know, for people in Utah. So, yeah. So if you live in Utah, don't drink and watch naked stuff because you might it might you might get sued. So, yeah, I'm I'm oh, sorry. God. I'm I'm sorry, America. I'm this is. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> like, oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> moving on. <Please> so, <laughs> moving on from that. Uh, so, as you know, Civil War will be coming out this weekend. By the time you hear this, it'll be the Monday of that weekend. So. You know, either you have a raging boner for Civil War or not. I don't know. Whatever. You know. It's, it's, yeah. But so uh, there's been a few announcements about the like. Pretty much put it this way: Civil War, Captain America: Civil War has now, I believe, grossed internationally two hundred million dollars. Um, and it's not even out in America. <laughs> so <laughs> said to beat out Batman vs Superman. Already. Yo, yeah, anybody can beat out Batman versus Superman. That's not even going to, like, seriously? Does anyone think that it wasn't going to? <laughs> not, it's not the same because before we knew how it was going to turn out, you know, with the uh, reviews. Right. The same, we, we, we knew it was going to blow up. So I'm just saying, like, you know, I, my opinion on that was, just to make it real quick, was that Captain America's Captain America. We saw one, two, and, you know, and it's the third one. Mm-hmm. So that's why I was kind of kind of shocked that, damn, this one blew up like that. I'm I'm not shocked because quite honestly, um, like my whole thing about this. Uh, well, I'm getting we're getting off track actually. I talk about something else because yeah, we're, they, 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 the story is actually about them adding LGBT characters to the Marvel universe because I believe in their uh, in their comics they do have some LGBT char- characters as well, and um, I'm like, really? It took you this long? <laughs> it's like, it's like, this, um, I was gonna say, I was just gonna say, like this story here is like, I I don't mean to offend nobody with this, but I just say have to say like this, like does it really matter? I mean, if you read a comic, you already know who the gay characters were, you know. <laughs> I mean, this I, I can point them out. Iceman was gay. Uh, Mystique, she's supposed to be bisexual. The first Marvel character that came out was um North Star. So I mean, mm-hmm. we're watching these movies. Uh, let's be real, just for excitement. I'm not. We're not watching. We to say, "Oh, character's gonna say, hey, 'Hey, I'm gay.' Okay, back to the fighting." Like you know, what is the purpose of really just saying that the character's gay? We just no one even talks about the sex. Act. We just talk about fighting a villain, and that's it. I, I, don't, I don't understand why they have to make this like so. I, I don't even know the right word I'm from looking for, but you know, have to really. Why like, is it news? Pretty much. Yeah. yeah, like, yeah. Why yeah. do the, I, the, I think the, the for me, um, it's news because representation is important. Uh-huh. Um, for like, for instance, if we were to like shift it from the LGBT and like shift it to like um, skin color or something, like right. if 
you as a, a a young child of color don't see other superheroes of color, then sure. he or she may not ever believe that, oh, I could be a superhero or mm-hmm. I can work in that business. So to see LGBT um, um, characters in the Marvel Universe in film, not just books, it's, it's good to have that representation because you may have somebody who is... Um, gay or whatever and uh, identify as homosexual whatever the case may be for them and to see that like being represented um yeah. it they, it may spur them to be like oh i want to get into this as well you know right. and and it's mm-hmm. like you know so that that representation is it's important and on the other hand as if it, it's it's a it, i find it here's a, this is why i find this a little weird because marvel you know, I don't really read a lot of their comics, so I could be completely wrong. So correct me if I'm wrong. But for, based on what the movies have shown and stuff like that, they don't really delve into the romantic side of their characters. It's very secondary. Even not even secondary. I would say it's like fourth. <laughs> in this, <laughs> it's like fourth in the storyline. Even in all the almost all their movies, though, there's always been a love interest. Tony Stark has has Pepper, Pepper right? And uh, Thor, Thor has, has Homegirl, uh, yeah. As, uh, yeah, but it's never like ex- like it's it's either the, I gotta go save the girl because she's in another castle. <laughs> like it's it's like that. It's not really okay. They're spending time and you can see their romance building. It's not that. It's always I love you and I'm going to save you. It's not like, but I don't know how much he really loves her because I'm sure if you're having sex with someone, you might want to save them if they're in danger. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just, it's just like, there's no substance to that at all for me personally. So them um, putting the characters in, I think it's cool for representation, but I don't know if it's going to add anything more to the story. Mm -hmm. Uh, But if, but just purely on a representation standpoint, I think it's a really cool idea. And yeah. it's like, you know, and and if, if that's all you want to do, that's fine. Go ahead. Do it. You know, show that, you know, yes, LGBT characters can be superheroes. They can save the day and stuff like that. And that they, they are important and part of our world as well. You know, mm-hmm. um, so I think that's I think it's a cool idea. But, you know, I'm going to need a little bit more added to the story, guys. You know, I need a little bit more substance of this person and show, you know, they're, yes, they're extraordinary people. But what about them? Can I relate to them? You know, you know, can I relate to Iron Man in any way? I mean, no one can relate to Iron Man. He's a brilliant, rich billionaire playboy. <laughs> no one can relate to him. Exactly. <laughs> like, he's probably the least relatable character in the Marvel Universe, in my opinion. Well, probably not. But, you know, in the Avengers, he's probably the least of a relatable person you can, you know, you know, oh, talk j- to. J- Okay. Well, um, like I said, like I, I, honest, I, I agree with your points that you said earlier to me. Yeah. But, but my thing is like this is like, like you said earlier, like Marvel doesn't really go into the, um, their love life. Right. It's very surface. Right. Because yeah. just like you see, um, what was it? I think the original X Men trilogy. You had Iceman and Rogue had that little fling fling thing, whatever. Wasn't really nothing, and it right. just and it just dropped it, like you know. So and then like comic book fans, this is not gonna be nothing new to them. Right. Because you know they already know who you know the the gay characters are, or if anything. But I guess I guess for the newbies, like you said, who want to you know have a, like a a sort of familiarity with the characters, mm-hmm. they would they would be impressed by this. So like I said, I see both sides. Yeah, so we'll, we'll see what I mean. We'll see what happens and what and how it's going to be portrayed. Hopefully they don't like do any sort of stereotypical shit. Um, but 
you know, we'll see if they get it right or wrong. But I'm sure it will blow up or not. <laughs> or, or, think, yeah. or just a quick quick tip is like, I just hope they don't turn it into where the character comes out gay and no solvent is going to focus on, okay, now we have to harass this character because the character is gay and blah, blah. Oh, whole- well, I'm sure trolls will. I don't know about the movie, but yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know about the script of the movie, but I'm sure trolls will come out of nowhere and start saying a bunch of bullshit. I'll um, be. I'll just tell them read a comic. They the guys they gave for the longest. Yeah, <laughs> like calm down. It's, it's like you know, uh, but anyway, uh, but yeah, moving on to our, our last uh, film news. Here. We have a lot of film news, guys. Um, so because a lot of shit happens apparently. <laughs> um, so. <laughs> Um, as you know, Power Rangers is coming out, the new Power Rangers movie. And today, yes, today, May 5th, Cinco de Mayo, um, <laughs> they, they, um, the studio published a, a photograph of the Power Rangers suits, all five yuck. of them. Hmm? I just said, all I got to say is yuck. <laughs> they, yeah, um, I don't like it. <laughs> so I'm looking at all of them. I like the black and the blue versions. Uh, yeah, that's that's what I thought. Yeah, I, I thought the black ranger looked the best, probably because the red. Oh my god, the red looks like it's a the helmet is weird. It's a cross between Lord Zed, uh, who's a villain from Power Rangers, for anybody right. that's not familiar, and Iron Man. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, and they and then it's like. Some of them look a little bit like they're harking back to the Giver. Like if, you, if you've ever seen that anime, they kind of look that yes. way. Um, they have a little bit of that going on. Um, but I mean, it. it here's the thing: it, it, the progression of uh, technology in Hollywood it it makes sense for them to go in this direction because there are Power Rangers. Why not have power suits instead of spandex? <laughs> you, know? Ooh, but made, you can make it less. Ugly. Like look yeah. at look at look at look at Samus from Metroid. Like her suit is pretty cool. I mean it's kinda of bulky, but well, yeah, yeah. And I guess the idea here is I don't know, it said like the reason why the suits look like it that is because they're using alien technology that sort of like conforms to like to their bodies or their whatever. bodies or something, which cool. explains why the pink range and the yellow ranger have boob armor. But <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like uh, like large boob armor too. Like it's like you know, it's very prominent. Because hopefully I, that that's very protective. If not, <laughs> and they're they're in for a lot of pain. That's all I can say. I mean, I would say this. Like, look at the Power Rangers first movie with the original Rangers. Those suits were almost looking like this. Not everything like it. They're looking shiny, like armor wise. So, right. It had a bit of armor plating. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The, that one was our place. It was like, I figured they was going to try to do something similar. I know they got changes, you know, to identify themselves away from it. Mm. But it really went like, like you said, Garver wise. And I'm like, yeah, it's very, very different. Even um, the actress, uh, Elizabeth Blanks, um, that's playing um, Rita, um, R- uh, Rita Revolta, um, Repulsa, Repulsa, sorry. Um, yeah, Revolta. <laughs> Rita Repulsa. She kind of looks like um, Witchblade. It's a, it's very, yeah. Yeah, it, it kind of like, you know, it borrows from that, which is not bad. I mean, not a lot of people know what Rich Blade is <laughs> or, but it looks or care. Nothing like the, you know, nothing like the original Rita Repulsa. Like, at least try to have some sort of similarity. And, yeah. They and just like, don't and care. I'm, and I'm, <laughs> like, what is, what demographic is this targeting? Because Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, ultimately, when it came out, was. For kids, like I was five right. years old when when 
I must have been like four or five when when Power Rangers first came to the United States, and okay. you know, it's 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 pretty cheesy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then here you see like these costumes, like these gritty. Like I can understand the whole thing with like, oh, that it's an alien, you know, technology, like that a, a alien suit or whatever. But yeah. you know, are, are the characters supposed to be teenagers? Because like that, they all look really young. Like, they all they, look young. Yeah. The women look sexy, which you know, there's nothing and, wrong with that. But like I said, if this is for kids, you know, and then you see like Rita Repulsa, she's like super sexy too, and she she was never supposed to be sexy. No, just... yeah, her last name is Repulsa, as in repulsive. And, yeah, <laughs> like, <and it's> like, <laughs> are they making this like PG thirteen? Because like it's it's hard to it's... take villains seriously with the name Repulsa. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know what the rating is going to be. Um, but on 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 IMDb there are like a few concept arts of like, um what their final zord is going to look like too like the the um the head it looks pretty cool um but yeah the suits themselves i i just don't like i like i said like you know the red looks weird um yellow and pink like like compared to the body types of the two women who are playing those characters they don't look like that yeah. <laughs> you know like they don't their boobs I'm sorry to point out the boobs because it's the most prominent thing i'm seeing on this on their suits they're not that big. <laughs> it's like, you know, it's like, yeah. it's like, why do you need to accentuate well, that so much? Like, you well, know, that's why I'm wondering if that's just like armor, but if it's armor, why, why is it so big? <laughs> <It's> like, yeah. <laughs> why? And why did they have to curve it? Like, you know, they make right. armor for women that you don't, right. It doesn't do that. Like it doesn't even <laughs> look anywhere near that, but like uh, you see female soldiers, like they don't, <laughs> yeah. Like you don't see, like you don't see like actual soldiers in like in our military today. Like, all right guys, <laughs> boobs and armor played in everywhere. Like, no, it doesn't, it doesn't work that way. It's like, but, like but then said, again, this is a fantasy <laughs> thing. So uh. but like, yeah, the idea is supposed to be it's alien armor conforming, around the body yeah i'm like, just i'm just worried that this is gonna go the way of like the dragon ball movie oh that God. they're trying to make it realistic and you know which like, is the stuff edgy. they should not be doing like, don't, <laughs> don't even try to make it realistic do not oh, no one wants a realistic um power rangers no one wants that uh, <laughs> it says that the production designer is from gi joe retaliation oh so no <laughs> And that's a production design. Will, okay, fine. Okay, okay. So, but I forget who the the director of this movie is supposed to be. Um, the director I believe is Dean Israeli. Israeli. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I oh, it <laughs> so yeah, I'm not even gonna delve down into the other movies he's done. They're not. Uh, yeah, they're okay. Um. <laughs> So I guess we'll see. So so far, it's uh, looking. Eh, eh, you it's know. looking. It's looking kind of spy kids to me. That's yeah. <laughs> it's it's definitely going in that realm. Like it's just <laughs> getting ready for a TV. Seriously, the suits for the remember the spy kids movies. They yeah, look, yeah. They, look, they were very popular for some reason, but you know, well, I guess we'll see. <laughs> it's like. We gotta wait and see, guys. <laughs> see what happens. Shark Boy and Lava Girl, whatever the movie was called. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I haven't paid attention in a long time. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, we're gonna move on to some gaming news here. Um, uh, this this particular article is a bit old. Um, 
but it's really, really interesting. So, I don't know if you guys play EVE Online. I haven't played EVE Online. Every now and then, EVE Online makes, like, waves in the news um, cycle for whatever reason. Usually to due to, um, like, massive ship, uh, uh, ship battles and stuff like that. And um, so one thing that's interesting about this particular, like the largest ship, like the largest war that's ever happened in EVE Online is who is sponsoring it. And it's probably the most unlikely person you would ever think of. Um, you, you don't think so? No? Oh, you were just doing the, gu the guitar riff? <laughs> oh, I thought you meant like, eh. It's like, um, I couldn't get it down, Bob. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Lenny Kravitz. Yes, guys. Lenny Kravitz. Lenny Kravitz. Let that sink in for a second. Lenny Kravitz is one of the EVE Online sponsors, apparently, if not the biggest um, sponsor of this war <laughs> that is happening on EVE Online. I'm going to fly away. <laughs> and... Um, <laughs> Sorry, I is, didn't get somebody no, it's fine. Yeah, no, it was just like, wow, you know, let that sink in, guys. Like, you know, like look for who this person. Like, you know, I, I'm not even sure how they found this out, but apparently, some sort of rigmarole through Iceland. <laughs> no, green. I think it's like it is a weird story. Um, and as to what his motivation behind this is, I don't know, but he's in the game. And he does this. I mean, he's not in the game as Lenny Kravitz. Like, he has a character and everything <laughs> like that. But it's like, you know, he he apparently he's an avid player. And he um, sits back and twiddle his evil fingers in EVE Online and starts Galactic Wars. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's nothing better than that right there. Just, you know, a little bit of trivia for you. Well, I guess, yeah, it could be some trivia, right? I could see this being like on a trivia game. Um, like who started the biggest war on Eve Online? <laughs> Lenny Kravitz, bitches. I just find it funny that he's using Lenny Kravitz as his username. <laughs> he's like, I'm Lenny Kravitz too. <laughs> <laughs> I guess somebody beat it to him. Beat, uh, oh, beat it. Beat him to it. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know. Well, I guess you know if you're a player on Eve Online, go look for Lenny Kravitz and tell him why you ruined my galaxy with your war. Just like a. Yeah, yeah, he has like yeah, the long hair. Look, yeah, yeah. Wonder if he's like a Lenny Kravitz impersonator in real life, and that's why he's using <laughs> Lenny Kravitz. It's like I impersonate myself in the game, and this is awesome. That's what I do part time. Uh, my my job is a Lenny Kravitz impersonator, and that's what I do. <laughs> it's what I do, guys. It's what I, I do. want to get away. <laughs> so that's what he meant. That's what he meant. He just wanted to go into space, <laughs> like, and do his thing. But yeah. Now I get the song. But anyway, <laughs> uh, moving on to some other gaming news here. Uh, so if you are a first-person shooter uh, or been under a rock or whatever, or you just don't care or whatever, but if, you've, if you're in any of those camps, I'm yeah. sure you've heard of, <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm sure you've heard of um, the uh, Call of Duty Infinite Warfare trailer has dropped along with some interesting news that they're going to also re release the uh modern warfare the one that like the i guess it's like i would say like it's the all-time favorite of the shooter of the shooter of that particular series uh modern warfare 2 um as a standalone game well not not a standalone game but it will be like a, a additional um thing you can buy if you spend 
a whopping eighty dollars for the deluxe version. Oh. <laughs> so I'm sorry, guys. They got my money. Yeah, well, we we know they got your money, but <laughs> dude. What the fuck? <laughs> it's like, I mean, I played this. Okay, I love Modern Warfare 2. I loved it. It was a great game. Um, and you, I just like you. you okay, so <laughs> I'm paying sixty bucks right for this game, and then I'm paying like an extra twenty dollars for another game that they could have easily remastered and put out for twenty dollars on its own. That you can buy. Because <laughs> what if I don't care about Modern Warfare um, Infinite? Well, I don't care. Like, it's because, okay, if I, I'm looking at the trailer right now, right? I, I would say this. The trailer is really cool, but I wish this game wasn't happening because it looks a lot like the early stages of Halo. <laughs> like this, <laughs> And I, I just don't care. Like, I don't care. Like, okay, you're going to go in space. So you're going to fight. Okay. And then now they're like, oh, vehicle uh, uh, combat. Like, you're not known for that. Um, Call of Duty. You're not known for your vehicle uh, combat. You're just not. In, in fact, whenever you try to do the drone thing, it's shitty. It doesn't work. <laughs> it's like you know. And yeah. but like I said, it this is a, this is nothing but a, a like their their way of having a money grab. And you know they have Dwayne money already. He's already pre-ordered the thing. It's, it's <laughs> he's gonna get it the first day of it. They, they know people like Dwayne will buy it. So. Yeah, I mean, I, put put it this way. <laughs> Me personally, no, I do not care. I wish Nate was here so he can like because <laughs> I would really want to know what his I you know what his thought was on Nate this. Hates. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if Nate hates this. <laughs> he probably oh, does. Nate doesn't hate. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but is this is just I, it's 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 a greedy. I think it's a greedy thing they're doing. Um, but it's a smart marketing move because you know you get two games for one and people are going to pay the eighty dollars. And I, I see a lot of companies I've been trying and over and over and over to try to hit that price point. Like they're, they're trying to they're trying to justify the $80 price point for games. And even though I which it's going to be harder and harder, especially with all these arena battle games that are coming out, which should not be, in my opinion, any game that is just multiplayer should never be. This should never cost $60. I don't care how pretty it is. It's just fucking multiplayer. There's no other substance to it at all, and I don't care. You know, it's like, but, but this, like I said, I, I, no, 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 no. I am against this. No. <laughs> I mean, I paid extra for like a game that came out, like um, you know, like uh, I think when Zelda Skyward Sword came out, you know, the game was like sixty bucks retail, but I think if you paid like ten or twenty dollars more, you would get like a gold. Wiimote, uh, with the with the motion plus. Well, that's you know, fine because you're getting because an, yeah, yeah. Be, because the Wiimote by itself, especially the one with the motion plus sensor, goes for like, I like around thirty five dollars alone. So it's like right. oh. so you got a bit of a deal on that. Yeah. Yeah. But this is not a deal. Well, I'll give I'll give our listeners a deal. Okay. Pre-order on Amazon. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. See, there you go. Uh, the way no has to get him. He's gonna. Yeah, he's, but, he's not but paying eighty dollars for this. But, <laughs> but like, you're paying for the Amazon Prime account. So. Well, yeah, that's like what a hundred dollars a year or something like but, that. Who doesn't have Amazon Prime now? Okay. I, I don't. I don't have it. <laughs> I have it but... that's, yeah, that's My girlfriend does, and I just log into her stuff. <laughs> All right, there you go. Well, you know, if you're if you're buying a shitload of games of Amazon, then 
then, then yeah, yeah it's, it's justifiable yeah but if you're but, buying like one game a year then it's like oh yeah i saved 20 percent, but i also paid how much for an account yeah week. i you know you know it would be funny um if like maybe two months after it comes out it's like, uh, hey guys, don't say the, that. The game don't is standalone. Because <laughs> if it happens, there's a game for fifteen dollars. <laughs> keep out my money. That's all I tell you. Go to your house. <laughs> they better not release this on PC, because that's exactly what's going to happen. Like someone is going to hack the shit out of this, and it's going to just be, um, just standalone game on its own. So, um, I can see them doing that because, um, if you go on the their YouTube channel, uh, Call of Duty, and you look at their uh, right now, it's Mm, eight million views or so, and it has over three hundred and ninety-six thumbs down. <laughs> Dislikes, okay. like people are not feeling. They're yeah. just not feeling this. Yeah, um, video video uh, game companies well, have just become more and more greedy. Like the whole indus the industry as a whole, it's like uh, I don't they know. know they maybe- know. I mean, and in some way, they have uh, maybe have a phrase have a right to be greedy because maybe that's not the right phrase but it it seems like they feel like it i believe they feel they do because of people you know people will come they will buy it they will spend mm-hmm. the money like there are people like their fans like they have such a large rabid uh, fan base like they will make that money and it does because the amount of money they put into making these games are insane now like it's uh-huh. it's definitely on the level of movie makers now so um you know in in some ways justifiable in some ways it's not you know uh, but i would yeah i would go with Dwayne route and get it you know order it on amazon get the uh you know percentage off and not pay that that 80 dollars because i think that's stupid <laughs> you know <laughs> save, save your money i would say this like I remember earlier you were saying about favorite games. Modern Warfare One was actually the favorite. I don't oh, know. it is. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, because two actually had like was all glitched up and everything and all that stuff. Ah, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of glitches in. Guys, who, of... who forget that dog scene? Oh God, yeah. <laughs> exactly. We have a dog chase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My favorite thing, but you know that, that that's what. But I do agree with you though. On a serious note, it, it is it is kind of shady to do it that way to say, oh, this is the only way you could get Modern Warfare. You have to buy this this version. It, yeah, it's smart from a company standpoint, but as for fans of the game, that's kind of shady to them. Yeah. Because I mean, there was a lot of people who's really bothering Activision. I mean, going on Twitter and all over, but like, when are we getting a, a remastered version of any of the Modern Warfare's? Right. And, and now we now they're like, okay, let's give it to them. But hey, screw that. Let's screw them over because we're Activision. Let's screw them over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. This that's, is a, it's a really shitty move. Like you know, and but I'm sure people are gonna buy it anyway. And is it probably going to show them because I, they, you know what it is too? I think they know that Infinity War is just terrible and they just want to tack on a better game. So, <laughs> well, I mean, I'll put like I'm not going to say they're terrible, but we'll, because we all know that the situation that happened between the original people that was Infinity War. Right, Infinity War and, um, so, yes, yeah. The head, all the heads of Infinity War left. These are the people who was like, maybe, like, let's just say, for instance, they were, these were the assistants or the people under them who's actually helping them out. They're the ones that stayed. So I'm not gonna say they're they're terrible. It's just that they're not up to the, the head people um standards. Yeah, and 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 as you can see from the trailer, it it's not going into any sort of new territory. They're trying so hard not to be Battlefield. <laughs> it was like because Battlefield did that already years ago. Um, there's a lot of shooters has gone into space and come back and went back into space. You know, and and that's why I said it's. 
you know, I don't think it's going to be well received. That they're they're the the meat their meaty game that they're trying to sell. I don't think it's going to be well received. So we'll see how that works out. Well, at least they put the, the rumors to rest because everybody was talking about how call um the new people how this call dude was supposed to go back to his roots at being World War Two. Yeah. Now, so they maybe they should because this is not looking good. <laughs> it's like well, in my opinion, I don't know how everybody. Really it's still, it's still early, so we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, but our, our last uh, story here. Uh, before we run out of some time. Um, so, Nintendo, uh, there's a rumor. I don't know how substantiated this is, um, but there's a rumor that Nintendo, the Nintendo NX, may go back to cartridge um, for games. So. Yeah. <laughs> I don't mind it if they did. I, this is, but I don't know why they would. Like, why? <laughs> it's like you know, I you know, like I'm I'm happy this is just a rumor. Um, I'll put it this way: my take on this is, I think this is if this is true, this is a, a complete step backwards to what we have today as gamers. I understand the need to be different. I understand the need to be unique and to be in this world of okay. If I'm a PlayStation fanboy, I'm gonna live in this world. Uh, you know, like, you know, if I'm going to be Nintendo, I'm going to be completely different and just put things on cartridges. <laughs> well, I think what they're saying is the cartridge is going to be, if there are going to be cartridges, they're going to be more similar to, like, 3DS cartridges where you just, like, pop it in. <laughs> you know? uh, uh, so they would why? be small, but... Mm-hmm. but, but okay, unless they have, unless these, unless these cartridges have some storage capacity that outweighs blu-rays you know or digital Maybe. download i unless, don't unless see how this is going to be good you, you think know? The, the the cards will be like sd cards <laughs> it would have to be because there's no way a cartridge like you know it would have to be some modified sd card like because i don't see it like un- unless they have some some shit that we've never seen before you know and this is just like, oh, next level technology stuff, you know, that's just way better than, you know, or maybe, I don't know, maybe they decided, maybe the NX is going to be a, a quantum computer. So. Yeah, that's what, I'm wondering if, like, each game is going to be, like, on its own, like, SD card so that, you know, all the memory is, like, on the card itself instead of on, I don't know, the yeah. or the, the system. And so I, they're... They're almost like mini external hard drives or something. I I have no idea. That would probably be the, that'd be the best way to go about it. What for the for the for what SD cards? Yeah, like I don't see them like you can't unless like I said, unless they modify hard drives in some way, um, like swappable hard drives or modify SD cards or SSD um drives or something like that. Mm-hmm. Which one that is incredibly expensive. So these games are not going to cost sixty dollars. You know, because mm-hmm. one. Because they they already announced that they're not going to sell the console at a loss, and now they're going. And if this is true, like it is insane for them to do this because that means this is going to be the most expensive console we've ever seen, <laughs> you know, in in recent um, years. <laughs> yeah, like, and then the cartridges are going to be like seventy dollars or eighty just for them to recoup the cost of them, like making. You that, know, like this, that was this the last price for cartridges, I believe, right? Before we went CD. It used, yeah, it used to be like you know, cartridges were really expensive, and for them to do this, it's like, 
I, I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. All, I, hope, all, I hope this is not true. Well, all it says is that um, it says Macronix, a manufacturer of non-volatile memory, expects a revenue increase coinciding with the launch window of Nintendo's next console. It says um, they're the company that produces the cartridges uh, for the 3DS, and right. it says that they're testing a line of like 32 nanometer ROM chips. And uh, 3DS okay. cartridges mm-hmm. are produced to the 75 nanometer standard. So they're just saying like these new chips are for something else. So I don't it know. Could, There's... It, yeah, it could be for the next handheld, um, quite honestly. Um, but hey, but, uh, yeah. at least going back to the days where we remember, I know we all remember this, when the game was working to stop blowing in the cartridge. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, it's like they gotta stop making these things so complicated. Just give me a machine with a game. Yeah. <laughs> whatever. I mean, what, damn game. Yeah, like whatever happened to the Phantom? You guys remember that? There was supposed to be this one console that would like, like download any game that you want and you just play through it, <laughs> and it just it never happened. Too much mm-hmm. license problems. Yeah, well, I mean that's the company's fault. They, you know, they could have, they could have actually. You know, they probably could save a lot of money if they if they all decided on a um, uh, if they all decided on like a, a, a specific hardware set and just create games for that. But, you know, they would also probably lose a lot of money, too, because now you don't have a specific piece of hardware you need to buy, you know. Um, but, yeah, this is I like I said, unless they they got some next level cartridge technology shit. I don't see how this this console is not going to be sold at a loss and it's going to be awesome and have like this amazing Zelda game that is supposed to be like free Roman and put it on a card. <laughs> like, good luck, you know. But well, could you could you put it put it this way? Could it be that we got so spoiled with CDs that we're kind of scared to go back to cartridge? I'm not scared to go back. I just I wish there. Um, put it this, like I said, they need to make the technology compelling. Like, you know, like it needs to be somewhere along the line, like, okay, this is better than a CD player or or, I mean a DVD or Blu-ray. Like you have to make the compelling argument that, okay, why does it cost 70 to $80 to buy this cartridge? Is it more durable? You know, is it better? Like, you know, is it like, is it like scratch resistant and stuff like that? Like if it's, if that's the case, then I understand and I get it, you know, but like I said, they would have to come with some next level shit that Mm -hmm. I've never seen. So, you know, but I mean, I don't even know how far they can push this. Like I said, it would have to be a modify SSD drives or, you know, a cards of some sort. Like, um, like Alyssa said, like, I, I don't really see how that's going to go from there. You know what and, I mean? And my second thing is if they're going to stay CD, that's if they're going to stay CD, mm-hmm. they need to go Blu-ray. There's no reason for them to be on CD. Right. You, mm-hmm. I should say DVD, CD or something like that. They need to go CD, I mean, Blu-ray. Because yeah. Less scratches or anything. So, like I said, time until they said next year, bring it on. Let's see. Yeah. Well, I mean, we'll see how that works out. But, yeah. But, yeah. I hope it's not true. But if it's, it's true, Nintendo, do your job. You know, <laughs> do something right. Do something right and completely different. So, if they stop blowing dust out the cartridges. Yeah. We don't want to do that. <laughs> or I'll just start playing my Genesis because Genesis does what Nintendo don't. 
Mm, yes, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so we are out of time and we're going to bring the podcast to an end here. Um, we really appreciate you guys for listening. Um, you can definitely, you know, if you want to hear us in multiple different areas, um, you can definitely find us on iTunes, Stitcher, and um, now Google Play. Uh, music you know if you having difficulty finding us there update the app and then look in the there's a podcast section there and just look for pondering nerdcast and you'll find us pretty easy um you know but don't forget to check out gamerebellion.com that's where you will find the main our main podcast there uh you know definitely you know hit us up on facebook there's a public group and there is a fan page if you don't want to be in the group which is fine so you can see where we're going to go in and stuff like that um and uh also you know, we have an announcement for later, but everything not finalized yet, but it will be. We'll let you know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we'll let you know what's happening about, you know, it rhymes with uh, con, but no, I'm not going to say what it is. Um, <laughs> uh, also, I got to mention, we are doing a, a lot of interviews um, that's going to be coming up. So you're going to see a lot of episodes of in our interview series continuing. Um, so the next one should be about the fan-made film uh, Star Trek Horizon is really cool film and uh, we speak to the um, creator the director the editor the guy who did everything in his basement <laughs> and almost mm -hmm. lost like lost three years of his life I wouldn't say lost three of his life but he took him three years to make it but look out for that interview that's we that will be published soon um, but until next time guys we love you for listening bye for now bye Later. guys